Hello and welcome to Parade of Dicks. I am your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. Are you trying to sound creepy? I thought you were trying to find a life partner. You know what? Fuck that shit anymore. I'm just going to bang. But like hear your voice in comparison to the way you just spoke. Come on. This isn't our Halloween episode. Just say hello. Hello. No, hello. Yeah, like me. Hello. Hello. You seem (laughs) you seem you have a pep in your stuff. You have so many things to update us about. Um and uh, we can't wait to hear all about how you got railed or unrailed, uh, the trips that you've done, the people that have you seen. So rock right. that shit. All right, all right, all right. So after our last episode, the last thing we talked about was I was heading to Lisbon, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd had my second date with my lady friend. Mm-hmm. So she invited me for a third date for dinner. Ooh. And uh, she again asked if I wanted to meet in my neighborhood or hers. I said hers. I met her at, oh, I don't remember the name of that Mexican restaurant near Atlantic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lost something. Las Santas? Taco Bell. No. I said Mexican restaurant. Um, so I met her there. Uh, after work one day, we had dinner, we had a couple drinks. I feel like she was more relaxed that time. Good. She, um, sorry, there's beeping. She, um, she said she had been really nervous on our first date. She thought she fucked it up, was surprised. I asked her out again. Um, yeah. And the second date, she felt like she didn't answer my question. So she had psyched herself up for this third date. She was going to answer everything. She was going to ask me stuff. She was going to engage and we were going to figure it out. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of said that about the second date, but more so on this one, she was more relaxed sharing that stuff. So we had a good date and, um, After we finished dinner and didn't want dessert, she asked me if I wanted to meet her cats. Oh, that's my move. That's your move. So because that's your move, I knew that meant come back to my place. I was like, it works. I was like, okay. So I went to the bathroom and I brushed my teeth in the bathroom. (laughs) Freshen up. And I was like, okay, it's happening. It's happening. I had filed my nails down that day and I was ready. Right. And all we've done up to that point is like the little peck on the lips uh, as we left the bar the time before. So we walk over and she lives right next to our friend Kendra, like right next door, but in like the luxury building there. And we go in like the back door and we like sneak around and we go up the elevator and her place is great. It's very modern. Nice view. Nice lobby. Um, I meet the cats right away. Uh, she seems surprised by how much of a cat person I am, I guess. Uh, however, I did maybe mention that one of them looks like a rat, like a really big rat. Mm-hmm. And I think I might have ruined her own cat for her now for the rest of its existence. That's okay, fine. It's a cat. But to be fair, it does look like a rat because the hair is very, very short. It's got that brownish sort of coloring and lighter in some places. And the tail is skinny. It's hairy, you know, not like a rat's, but it's like very skinny, 
skinnier, shorter hair than most cats. I don't know what the breed is, but it looked like a rat other than its face and that it's so big. Um, and she was like, oh my God, it does look like a rat. So I ruined one of her cats just with my one visit. Um, <laughs> the other one is the Bengal. And of course they loved me and it was fine. Um, and then she's like, would you like something to drink? She gets me a drink. I sit on the couch. She sits on the couch next to me. We're little mirrors. We're little femme pillow princess mirrors that don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> we sit there talking awkwardly. I know she wants to do something. We had talked about how, like, who makes the first move because it's two femmes. <sighs> I think I'm the worst lesbian ever, John L. I don't yeah. know. So I sat there. I tried to talk. I tried to do the thing, you know, and it wasn't really going anywhere. And I felt so awkward. And so I was like, well, and she, she, she kind of, we like, we addressed it. We talked about it. And I was like, well, would you like me to hold your hand? She's like, yeah. So I held her hand. She's like, that's nice touching mm -hmm. you. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, I held her hand. I rubbed it a little bit back and forth. I tried to like rub her leg a little bit. She's very soft. Men nice. are not soft. Her legs are so soft. Then I asked her if she wanted me to kiss her. She said yes. So I kissed her. So I'm having to make all the moves. She said I wasn't going to have to be the man, but I have to be the man. I made all the fucking moves. And it was hard. It was so hard. I mean, soft, but like hard. <laughs> so I kissed her for like a minute and it was awkward and she was like it's so I said how was that was that okay and she she was like I forgot how soft it was kissing a woman I was like it is really soft and I haven't made out with a woman since like high school I think or no that's probably I think I actually made out with Kendra sometime in my early 20s oh that seems disgusting <laughs> which part dear well it's your best friend I know, but like back then, everyone was drunk. You make out with everybody. How many friends do we have that make out with everybody when they're shit faced? I mean, you've done That's that with several true. of our friends. Yeah. It's kind of true. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, uh, maybe that's why she finds this so funny that I'm dating women now because she, <laughs> she just laughs hysterically and looks at me like I've lost my mind when I try to talk to her about it. But anyway, so I, I made out with this woman for a little bit. I tried touching her neck and kissing just a little bit. But then I didn't know where to go with it. I was so nervous. I was sweating. Your clothes off and then that's where you have fun. Oh, I'm too nervous. Oh, so it did, it did not have sex. You just made out. We just kissed a little bit. Then we talked some more awkwardly. Then we kissed a little bit more. Tried touching her. I tried, and she's tiny. She's so tiny. So I'm used to a dude who's hairy and like aggressive, right? And like touching his arms and the things. And she's so tiny. I feel like I'm going to break her. It's like Mabel, how Mabel's so tiny. I have to be delicate with her. No, you don't. And when don't. I'm like aggressively sexual with someone, I am not delicate. Let me tell you. So I don't know, super awkward. Um, and then it was like kind of getting late and she had to get up for work the next day. And so I was just like, yeah, you probably have to get up early. Blah, blah, blah. So then I left, um, kissed Aww. her some more before I left. I think it was okay. I think we just like are going to have to go slow because it's so awkward. And when I talked to my other like queer folk, um, I called Allegra and talked to them about it. 
and they said it was similar in the beginning. So maybe it's fine. But what was going through my head was like, I'm a terrible bisexual person. (laughs) Maybe I'm not as bi as I thought I was. Like, I don't know. It's just very confusing. My pussy still got wet. So that's a good sign. But it's just scary. It's all new territory. I thought she was going to be more of a leader when it came to this stuff. I didn't say that. Wait, did she have You mentioned that she, the last one was a boyfriend, right? Not a girlfriend? Yes, for a long time. But she has dated women before. Okay. She knows that I haven't. So, like, come on, help me out, man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe he's just trying to draw you in, make sure that you're, um, uh, you're, make sure that you're like on board. But she, like, you know, she's only dated people for a couple of months. She likes to have a good time. That's what she says. She was surprised I wanted to go out again. She feels like she missed the boat. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like this is. I feel like she's on board. I don't think she's worried that I'm not. I think she just like doesn't know who to make them. I think it's seriously two pillow princesses rubbing our bottom asses together, not knowing what the fuck to do. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand it might be new, but it's just like connecting with any other person. Some 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 men you need to dominate. Some men you need to take the lead. So it's the same thing. Think of um, the last doctor that I dated and how that didn't go anywhere for the same reason, right? Like I'm, it's funny because I'm not shy when someone actually gets to know me, but in the beginning I'm so shy. So it's just really hard, Um, but I'm trying, I will persevere. And we had talked about having a movie night after that um, at her house because she wanted to stay in. We were trying to find things we like to do together Um, Because she doesn't have a lot of hobbies or things that she enjoys doing. So, um, so we said we would watch a movie. No, that's good. I see at least there's a follow up date. Two hours. I did um, mention I was going out of town. She didn't ask me where, which I thought was good because I don't know how the fuck to explain that I went to Lisbon for a weekend. For a fifth date? Yeah, I don't no. know what to say about that. Should I just tell her? Like, you just, know, well, we can, well, I don't know. We can just say that people. you visited a friend, which you did. Okay. A friend invited you to Lisbon and you went for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. But I feel like if there's follow up questions, like I'm such an honest person, but I don't want to overshare or make anyone uncomfortable. Yeah. So that was the night before I left for Lisbon. And I went home feeling a little defeated and confused, but you know, whatever. I also think it's interesting that now I've dated a couple people in that particular neighborhood um, because I could have run into Google or whatever. You know what I mean? It just would have been funny. Um, So I flew out to Lisbon Thursday night. I got there Friday morning and um, the old man met me at the airport. Oh, even like. (laughs) Uber, you, you didn't, uh, he, he picked you up, not even made you Uber. Yeah. He picked me up with flowers. So that was super cute. Um, and you know, he had to get up super early to do that. And then, uh, we went back to his flat, which is tiny. So this is a tall man, right? We debated names for him. Tall guy, old guy, silver Fox. This is a tall, tall man. And 
Portugal is full of people about your size. Six three, six two. No, he's six three. Um, you're five six. Six eleven. Stop lying. I'm trying to actually. Yeah, I'm five six. More petite people. So he has to significantly duck in order to get into his apartment because he rented it over the internet. So he didn't realize that. And then you go in and there's a living room with a couch and television. And then there's a little sliding door to get into the bedroom, which is right there. And through the bedroom is a door that swings open, but doesn't actually like lock and is a frosted glass door to get to the bathroom. Okay. So not a ton of privacy that way. And if you walk around the other way, the hallway, there is, I, I want to say a window, but it's really just a cutout where you can look into the bedroom. So even if you're in the bedroom and you close the door, the other person can still see in. <laughs> and then if you walk into the kitchen and you're making coffee and someone's in the bathroom, there are those glass cubes. So you can see someone on the toilet and in the shower, which I did not realize until after I had already showered at his apartment while he was in the kitchen making me coffee. And I was like full vulva spread shaving <laughs> so towards the glass. Nobody needs to see that magnified in those glass things. So I realized this on like day two when he was showering and I could see like everything. And I was like, oh my God, like there, it's one thing to see everybody while you're fucking them. It's another thing to see their body oddly oh. magnified. It's like a fun house glass mirror. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, you can see everything. So then he fucked me, like put his dick up against the glass and so, you know, but I, he could have seen me wiping my fucking ass and is like in the bathroom. Like that's, you can see uh, everything. That's there's honesty. like no, yes, but there's John L. Come on. There's no walls. There's no privacy. The walls don't even go all the way to the ceiling. There's no, like, you can't miss a fart in that place. Like, it was fucking tiny, extremely intimate. You walk around. He was ironing. I was in the shower. You could see, like, you could see everything everywhere. I was like, okay, new rules <laughs> in this tiny flat. I mean, we were, like, bumping into each In the shower, in order to get your things, you had to bend down. But when you bent down to get something, like, then your ass hits the other wall and your head almost hits the one in front of you. Like, it was tiny. All right. Okay. okay. So that's where we were for the three days. So it sounds really fancy to be like, ooh, my place in Lisbon. And then you see it and you're like, holy fucking shit, this is tiny. So that's how you can afford two places. Yes. And and he got a roommate um in the other place. And Lisbon isn't very expensive, you know. So he kept he kept apologizing. He was like, I didn't intend to have any visitors here. Um, I'm so sorry, you know, it's okay for one person, but like for two, it's small. It was really small. So, um, so the first day I like, I got there, we went to the central part of the city, walked around a little bit. We ended up going to the codfish museum, codfish, uh, which exciting. is just as interesting as it sounds, but I really just needed to use the loo and, um, yeah, that's about, but we, we had a fun time because it was so ridiculous. I was like, this will be fine. But I wasn't willing to read any of the stuff about codfish because who the fuck needs that, you know? Um, there was some the best. Okay. Well, then you would love it. <laughs> it's in Lisbon. Bachelau. Um, And then there was a beach there. 
uh, it was like the Lisbon Times Square ish area. And there was a beach and in the water, in this romantic moment, there are dead floating rats, which you may have seen on my Instagram stories. I was like, how romantic, dead floating fish rats. Um, A lot of them? A couple. Um, So then, I mean, I feel like one's too many, but okay. Um, And then we took a little tuk-tuk around town and... Um, in, in Lisbon, you can get alcohol anywhere. So yeah. in there, you know that already? I mean, like in most places, it's easy to get alcohol. No, 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 no. I mean, like you go to a park and they have like how in Parks. New York, we have a newsstand. They have like, they call them kiosks. And um, you can just buy beer and wine and sit in the park and drink your beer and wine everywhere. So we were on this tuk-tuk seeing some of the sites and we got pineapples full of alcohol Nice, and got shit-faced in the middle of the day on this tuk-tuk. So we had a good time, um, even though it was a really odd day and we got early drunk. And then we went back and we took a nap and cleaned up and we went to dinner and a friend of mine had suggested a bunch of places. So we picked one from the list and we went to it for dinner and it was so cute. So when I walked in, I was like, oh my God, my girl's got my back. This is like totally my style. She, you know, this is going to be great. And we sit down. Once we found a table that was large enough for, <laughs> for, two. for the old guy, no, for the old guy to sit at because his knees were literally in his chin at several of the tables. It was like Goldilocks. It was hysterical. Um, then we ordered, and when our food came, it looked like the meat had been boiled, but only for like 10 seconds, and the salad had no dressing, and basically everything was complete and utter shit. Um, so really cute ambiance, horrific food. Um, not the best dinner. Then afterwards, we went to find some fado, which is the traditional music mm-hmm. there that's very well known, which was beautiful. We saw two different singers um and a few guitar players but of course you don't know what they're saying so it's kind of like the opera where you need um translation so we did that and then I was tired we went to bed it was fine um but overall for a fifth date it was a little awkward in the morning you know when I got there we went and had coffee at the park and I was like I don't know this is awkward dude um and partially because of course going back to a previous podcast um one of my friends had sort of warned me about this guy. And Mm. when I got off the plane, I had messages from that person who was reacting Mm. to my Facebook posts, which I've really whittled down the amount I'm on Facebook. Now that I like, I go on, I post, I click off. I don't scroll. I don't do anything. I don't try to engage. It is extremely minimal. I was just feeling a little nervous that day traveling there. And I was like, please, please, please don't let this one be a psychopath or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm not even using that as, um, what's the term, uh, where you make it bigger than it is, or you're exaggerating, whatever. I literally mean, please don't let this one be a psychopath because I've dated actual psychopaths before. And it's worrisome when I'm traveling to a foreign country. And for whatever reason, this friend, thought that that was disrespectful of our other friend who dated him and was like, are you kidding me? Don't ever like, you're just going to discount 
her experience. Don't ever contact me again. And it's like, that person didn't say he was a psychopath. I wasn't disrespecting her. She doesn't know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, She's assuming a lot of stuff. Really crazy overreaction. And then that's that was literally when I landed, I got that text. And then I'm meeting him. You know what I mean? So I was just in a really weird headspace about the whole thing. Um, obviously, a transatlantic flight for some dick is a lot. How long was the flight? Um, it was like, it was seven hours back. But I think it was less going yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's a headwind, maybe five and a half, six. Okay. Yeah, I think it was five and a half, six going there. But so... You know, it was a little awkward at first, got better. He was very sweet, very thoughtful about everything, um, tried to make me comfortable, got my soy milk and, you know, simple things like that. Um, the next day we had planned to go to go to um, another town and see that, but we woke up super late. Um, so instead we went to a farmer's market and then we went and got some food and went back to some of the things I wanted to see. And it was just like a really good chill day. And then that night we went out and we got completely shit faced. Nice. We drank, we tried, I think we tried to have sex and he was too nervous. So there's this thing that happens. I, I don't understand what's going on with him and I, I don't, when I look at him, He's not the guy I would pick out in a room. He's not my type. If you put him next to the other people I dated, you would be confused, right? Like one of these things is not like the other. And it's not that I only date one type. I've dated every type, right? But he's not my type. Okay. Like physically, his face or his bod, like he's just not my type. But when I make out with him, we have the best fucking chemistry. Like incredible, doesn't make sense. I hardly know this person chemistry. That's good. It's good. And we I mean, laugh all day. Like we just are having a ball, but I don't fucking know this. Per- it's too easy. It makes no sense. So we were leaving to go to dinner and we'd like just kissed a little bit. And then we didn't want to go to dinner. We wanted to stay in and fuck. So we were going to, and he was like, yeah, but then we got to, because also, I had my period. I'm trying to plan a liaison to mm-hmm. Europe and I get my fucking period the day before, literally the day before. And I did warn him when he bought the ticket that that was probably going to happen. But what is my fucking life that I can't do anything right? <laughs> but you're the one who keeps on saying that I should get the angel wings. I Everyone should get their angel wings. I fully believe in that, but that's not like hookup sex. That's like in a relationship, then you should get over that shit and do that. But on a fifth date, maybe not, you know, and every man's, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Every man's different about it. So I don't want to assume someone's okay with it. And I think it's a process, right? So like, I don't know, maybe first get comfortable sleeping with the person and then that happens and you're like, ah, who cares? So I went into it thinking no sex. And then, um, because again, I don't assume, but I know this person was married and people that are married have had period sex plenty of times and usually get over it. Um, and lots of men don't care. I mean, I've had casual situations with men and they didn't give a fuck. They went down on me with my period, like didn't care. Um, have you not done it yet? I haven't eaten somebody's bloody pussy, but I fuck during period all the time. 
what if you just left the tampon in? Because you're really staying above where it's bleeding. Yeah. Anyway. So I think I so I think I did it once, actually, fairly recently. But she didn't have that heavy of a period at all. Yeah. I mean, it's a range. But I'm just saying you could just leave the tampon in, so there's no blood. It just mm-hmm. then you can't insert anything. Um. Anyway. So I didn't assume. So he wanted to. He didn't care. We both were like, fuck this. We just are so into one another. We wanted to fuck. But then he couldn't. Yeah. That's, I mean, when you're. So I think it's not the. The issue is not about the chemistry. So like, you know, both of you getting needing to get to know each other more. Right. Maybe you sound like our shrinks. Well, I mean, the idea oh. is like you, you mentioned and I still can't believe how, how. How if Mature somebody is yeah, well no, it's like yeah, like he's so super obsessed with you, uh, even after five dates, which is kind of weird because I'd be very over you after six seconds. So maybe it just takes a little bit longer for him to not necessarily put you take you off the mantle, right? Into that off that pedestal, but him to actually feel that he belongs on that pedestal as well. And then once he feels that confident with himself. It'll probably like you know, but he's also older, so maybe the the tool is isn't just that uh, as as functional as what we want it to be. Right? Maybe, maybe. So, um, so we tried and it didn't work, and so then he felt like embarrassed again and stuff. So we opened a bottle of wine, and then we sat in his bed talking, drinking wine. And, you know, just having a nice evening. I didn't make a big deal out of it. And then I was like, well, let's go out and, you know, do what we were going to do. So I found a place for us to go to dinner. And it was really, really good. And we had another bottle of wine at dinner. So now we're at two. And I was shit-faced. And I should have been done drinking then. But I was loose. I was having fun. I was in Europe. I picked Mm -hmm. a nice place. And everything was much better that time. So then we had another round of wine, just like we each had another glass there. And then we left there and he took me to some bar that he goes to enough that like we get out of the cab and he kisses me and we're making out on the corner. And then I turn around to go in and they all greeted him with his name. <laughs> like three people that were standing oh, so they know us. him already. They know him already. And they were like, again, watching us make out. And he saw them and just did. And they were like, well, it was cute. We didn't want to interrupt. And honestly, we'd had such a great day. It was cute. You know what I mean? We were cute. Um, But there's still that little bit of me that feels like I look like I'm with like my dad. Well, I mean, there's always going to be something that you feel. I'm shallow and I hate myself. Yeah, I know. But like, if it's not the looks, it might be something else. Like, we, if you look at that. I'd rather it be the looks than the personality. Exactly. Right? So like imagine that with the, your other most recent uh, semi-regular people. There's always like, he's too short. He's too weird. He has tampons in the fucking bathroom. You know, there's so many things that you, you could always find. And then I think it, the looks is, again, not as high of a priority at this point. Like, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I'm an asshole. I know that uh, this is such a problem for me that I'm like, I don't deserve love. I should be alone because this is fucking shallow and stupid and who cares, but it's just bugging me. Um, anyway, 
this was a lovely night together. We had a good time at the bar. I started chatting up some strangers. He was hanging out with his friends. We left. We go back to the place. We were shit faced. And we were totally smitten with one another and everything was wonderful. And we were speaking to one another and having this conversation about whatever it is the fuck we're doing, totally shit faced in like four different languages because he speaks Spanish, Italian, English, and a couple words of Portuguese. And I speak English and a little bit of Spanish and French. And collectively, we were speaking all of those languages with one another, having this conversation. And it was romantic and sweet and messy and hilarious. And um, it was super cute. And it's just so fucking easy that it feels unbelievable, which is my concern with him, which is that maybe it's too good to be true. And it might it just be. seems too good to be true. It doesn't make it any might. sense. And he kept, he keeps saying like, who are you? Like, how are you this great? And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And he's like, why does it make any sense? I was like, because it's just so fucking easy. We hardly know one another. And I was like, and to be honest, I wouldn't pick you out of a room to date. And he was like, yeah. He's like, so what's your type normally? And I kind of sort of described it. And then, of course, I added lots of funny things like, well, you're not an addict and you're not like abusing me. So like, why would I be attracted to you? You know, um, but he's like, well, how's it been working for you? And I said, not so good. He's like, so then it's a good thing. And like, that's a great reaction to that. Right. So exactly. and that day too, was it that day or the next day? I think it was that day when we were walking way before we got shit faced. Um, we sat down and I said, don't you have any concerns about like how easy this is or like me in general or us as a partnership? And he was like, not really. He's what? like, do you? And I said, yeah. He said, well, I said, well, our, I, I tried to put it delicately. And I said, we have very different lifestyles. He said, what do you mean? I was like, well, you live in Lisbon. And then he tried to explain that he wouldn't necessarily have to continue that if there was a reason to be in New York. But really, I was saying like, you have money and I don't. So we got down to the brass tacks and we talked about that. Now, we didn't say like, I make this much and you make this much. But I did say like, you know, we have very different lifestyles when it comes to that, because he made a few comments throughout our few dates together about when, oh, back then I used to only make X, Y, Z, which is like what I'm making now. And he doesn't know that. And I should be making more for where I'm at in life and everything, but I'm not. And I'm looking to change careers. And he knows that. And that's fine. And we talked about that too. Um, but we talked about, stop changing your view. You're fucking with me, man. <laughs> Trying to tell a story. You're distracting me. Um, but he said, you know, I, I was surprised you let me buy this ticket, but I don't know if you have the kind of income that you can just buy a last minute ticket to Europe. And he's like, and you let me pay for the meals and stuff like that. And he said, you know, his most recent ex wanted to only do things she could afford too. And so he's been with people who make more than him and he's been with people that make less. And he's like, if I can afford it, I'm happy to treat. And I said, well, that's good. Cause I never pay for anything. <laughs> I told him straight up. I was like the last guy that let me pay for a meal. I dumped him immediately. He should have known. I told him the whole story about that guy. And I was like, so pretty much I never intend to pay for meals. Just so you know, I was like, travel is a little different, but like, yeah, I said, everything women do is so much more expensive. 
I just have no intention of it. <laughs> and he was fine with that. And that is fucking unbelievable. It is. Uh, on this trip, he paid for the tickets to go into everything. He paid for the tuk-tuks. He paid for, I paid for two cab rides and uh, our coffee that first morning. Then again, it just. And I got some... myself to and from the airport, yeah. which even he would have gotten me a cab, but I turned down the cab. Yeah, again, he's making up for some de deficiencies. That's how things go because nobody's perfect. His dick doesn't work 100% of the time, but his wallet does. And that's fine. I mean, it's not going to be all the time, right? He's not the most handsome person in the world, um, but, you know, he's not the ugliest. So that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's about so, the totality of the person. Okay. So we had this shit-faced multi-language conversation where I honestly was like trying to get him to tell me how much he adores me because I can tell that he does and vice versa. And we're just all about one another. And honestly, it's so easy that I'm like, if this isn't a crazy person, I really think he could be my first husband. Ooh. And I Ooh. think that's the direction that it's going. And I know that sounds insane because we've only been on, I don't know if this just the whole weekend counts as fifth date or if it's fifth, sixth and seventh. But we, that's kind of at first we said the whole thing was fifth, but I think it's fifth, sixth and seventh. And um, I know that's crazy, but it's also just so fucking easy. So that night we get back to his house. We're having this talk. We're making out. We're touching each other. We're doing stuff. We totally ended up banging anyway. We had just talked about how like, you know, period sex and blowjobs are boyfriend and girlfriend shit. But then that went out of the window and we did all of that and then after we had sex like he had a shower i had a shower we're laying down we're cuddling whatever and he started i don't even know what he fucking i'm pretty sure this was that night i don't know i'm mixing up the it night it doesn't matter it's the trip okay the trip is one whole thing Some, okay sometime on the trip he fucking started kissing on me everywhere like my wrists he found like the erogenous zone in my wrists in the back of my neck and just all over, and he was slow, and he was sensual, and it was fucking amazing. But it was also mean. I was like, you're evil, because he couldn't, full, he didn't want to go down on me while I had my period. He wanted to go down on me. He, I feel like he might do that in the future, but it's awkward because it's new or whatever. Who knows? I don't know. It's fine. We can deal with that later. And I told him, even with the sex thing, because he was like, I want to. I was like, but are you being like, oh, I'd like to, or do you mean you actually want to? I said, because I'm down for whatever. I've done all the things, but it's like what you feel comfortable with. Um, and so he tortured me for so long. Nice. Like, it was amazing and it was evil and it just didn't make any sense. And it was wonderful and I hated it and it was so intimate. And he like wanted me to touch myself so he could learn how I like to be touched and then he was yes, like I trying did. to whisper things in my ear while that was happening. And he had his hand on my hand. It was the whole thing. It was super sensual and amazing and weird and so fucking intimate for someone I hardly know. And that's good. And you and now we're going to write it as long as it can to figure out all the other details, how you can best fit in his nook more. And then just write that until as long as you can. Maybe yeah. it's a lifetime. So then the next morning I wake up and I'm hungover because that was a fuck ton of wine. <laughs> 
And we were supposed to go to that little town that we didn't make it to the day before, but we slept just as late. And so we rushed to get ready. We rushed out the door. We don't have any breakfast. We're going to eat when we get there. We took a cab to get there to save time. And in the car, you know, we're on the highway and there's all these sharp turns and everybody's going fast and passing everybody. And I seriously almost threw up several times in the car, driving up this mountain on these curvy roads up to this amazing castle in Sintra, which is called uh, the Castle de, de Pena. Um, it looks like the Disney castle, but in Cute. real life, absolutely stunning. But I really was like holding back vomit the whole time. And then we get there and I just want to get like food and there's none. And I want to get some water and a Coke and there was none. And I was like begging, trying to get in. He bought tickets on the way, which is great, except he bought them for the wrong castle because there's several castles in that town. And so then we had to wait like 40 minutes. And I was like, I need water. I felt like I was going to puke, like I was going to shit myself. I was mm -hmm. just like not okay. It was hot. The air conditioning in the car wasn't working. Here I am trying to be cute and have this romantic day. He'd never been to the town before. We're finally doing something that's new to both of us. And I was fucking miserable. And then we finally get through the ticket line and then we have to wait to get on another bus. And then the bus is hot and then we drive up the hill and then there's the longest line you've ever seen. Oh, and well. just every, I'm not going to break down every part of the day, but every part of this day was an absolute shit show. It was line after line. It was beautiful, beautiful pictures, beautiful palace, like fun. But then we leave and we want to get food because we hadn't eaten the whole day. And we managed not to kill one another, both being completely hangry and miserable. And he's pale as fuck, standing in the blazing sun, trying not to be burned to a crisp. And we had no water. We had nothing. And then uh, we got down the hill and it's siesta. So all the restaurants have just closed for the three hour break before they open for dinner. And we took a tuk-tuk and we took it to another place and then they were closed too. And we're like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And we ended up at a restaurant that would serve us, but took for fuck ever to make our food. And it was horrible. And we were like, what the fuck? So then we decide to leave. Okay. And we're like, let's just get back to Lisbon. But So finally, we had something to eat. We're like, let's just go back to Lisbon and <laughs> shower off whatever the fuck this nightmare of a day was where every single thing went wrong the whole day. And we go to the train station to get our tickets. We wait in this, again, stupidly long line for one little ticket thing. And nobody could figure out how to use it. And it was not complicated at all. And we're like, do we need two? Can we get one with both passes? I was like, we can get one with both passes, right? So we get that. We get out. We had a few minutes to kill. We go into a couple shops. We go back. I swipe to get on the train. And you know those like plexiglass doors that open and then like slam shut? Uh-huh. You know the ones that like from either side? So the, the train station had those. So I swipe in. And then he goes to use it. And it, and it doesn't work. Uh-oh. And he tries it again, and it doesn't work. And we're looking at it, and the train's leaving in five minutes. And the line is, you know, 15 people long of people that can't figure out the most basic fucking machine for tickets. And we're like, I don't know what to do, because the train's going to leave. We want to get the fuck out of this town, because the whole day has been a <laughs> shit show. We're still kind of very hungry. We're hot. We're sweaty. We're sun... like. 
we just want to get the fuck out of Sintra. We couldn't, we couldn't do all the things I would have liked to do there. But like the day was a shit show. We just want to fucking leave. We hate this place at this point and we want to go. And he couldn't. And so some guy goes through and I'm like, go, 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 go. So he tries to run behind the guy and the fucking doors slam on both sides of his face and his body (laughs) so hard that he like bounced off of it. And I saw it from the profile view, which made it so much funnier. And for 40 minutes, I laughed with tears rolling down my face. How dare you? You're horrible. I know I'm horrible. His ribs are bruised from them on him and I still think that shit was funny I kept cracking up later in the night I could not I know he was in pain <laughs> and trying to be macho but it was so funny I listen I always say I'm the asshole that laughs when people get hurt myself included I fall down and slip on the ice I laugh at myself I want I cared that he was okay I was like oh my god like I thought it was gonna knock out another tooth. It was so yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yo. on his jaw. It was so bad. Yo. It was so funny. And then what was funnier was immediately afterwards he tried the ticket again and it worked. And he just got to walk through. Oh my And the only reason he did it is because I was like, go, 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 go. You're so mean. You're the worst. I'm a horrible person. Yep. Um, but he got through. We got on the train. I laughed for 40 minutes like I was going to piss myself. I was in stitches and he, <laughs> he was in pain. And I'm sure people thought I was crazy with how hard I was laughing. I haven't laughed that hard in so long. And then we finally get back to Lisbon. We get back to this place. We shower. We get ready. And we decided since we'd had such bad food for most of the weekend, we were going to go to this place that he knows of, which there's one in New York. It's a Brazilian steakhouse chain and they carve off like meat right in front of you until you tell them to stop. That's it. So there was one there and he's like, it's nice and we can stuff ourselves silly to make up for the lack of food all day. So I was like, okay, sure. Let's try it. It was horrible salad bar was horrible i couldn't eat half the meat some of it was overcooked the stuff that was good was overly salted and we had decided we weren't drinking at all because it was the last day and i had to fly out early in the morning and so there was nothing good to wash it down with you know what i mean it was horrible he was embarrassed and i was like it's fine but we kind of decided he'll never get to choose a restaurant again for us and that i'm gonna make a list of acceptable restaurants (laughs) And he can choose from the list, which I've done with people in the past. So people who are in relationships, if this is a problem in your relationship, this is my advice to you. Make a list of things you want to do, places you want to go that would make you happy because men especially, but also just people who don't know how to plan and do stuff, they want to make us happy, but they don't know what will do it or what to do. So years ago with one of my exes, He was always happy to pay for anything, to go anywhere. He didn't care, but he didn't really want to put in the work of doing it. But you don't want to make a mistake. You'd rather be like something that you know that you'd like. Yeah. And I don't want to eat anywhere that sucks for either of us, you know. So if I make a list, you can choose from the list. 
they're just suggestions, of course, but like, then, you know, I'm going to be happy. And as long as you find something that'll make you happy too, then we're both going to be happy. And that's great. And especially I love to go to new places. Um, And the place he took me the second day was wonderful. I loved that place. Um, And the one I chose that one night was great, but the other ones all sucked like Portugal over. If you don't eat bread, meat and cheese, which I can't, then then you're going to really struggle there. There was not a lot of vegetables. The salads oftentimes came with no salad dressing or like weren't really salads. It was just very odd. So I did not enjoy, they eat a lot of bread and pastries and stuff there. I did not enjoy the food um, except for a couple places. And this is just our new rule, which I think is cute. That's like a couple thing, you know? So I, I worked on my list when I was like traveling the next day and I sent it to him and now he has places. And so the next morning we got up, we flew out. He, I think he wasn't able to bang the last night or we didn't try or I don't know, but it wasn't awkward, at least for me. Yeah. Um, we had a nice night. We stayed in, we watched a movie and we were just kind of tired. And then um, he put me in a cab and I went to the airport and it was cute. And we were texting, we shared photos. Um, and then when I was sitting at the airport waiting for my flight, or maybe when I got off the flight, I don't know, sometime while I was still traveling, he asked me to dinner next week. And instead of coming back in October, he's coming back next week because he doesn't want to wait that long to see me again. There you go. Isn't that cute? Yeah. I was like, are you serious? You're going to fly back to take me to dinner? He's like, well, I finagled some things so that I, that it made sense to for work. But he was like, yeah. I don't want to wait that long to see you. And that's adorable. Yeah. Seems like that's working. This is like how it should be. So I hope that he's not. And I keep teasing him like until you ghost me, blah, blah, blah. Cause I'm never going to let that one die. And then he wanted to know who told me these things. And of course one does not reveal their sources, but I also told him he has a reputation for having a nice dick. And he was kind of upset about that for a minute. I was like, why would you be upset about that? That's a good rumor to go around. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? So that was my weekend. And now I'm back and uh, I'll figure it out. Yeah, you just need more time to prove him either more right or more wrong. Like, he, maybe he will, like, get tired and disappear. But that doesn't mean that you can't either, one, enjoy the time that you're up together or, two, Show that you're not worth disappearing on. Right? That's right. all you can do. Both, and right, both both people just need to do their best. And right now, I really don't think he's going anywhere. He is very smitten on me. He's been nothing but sweet and kind and generous. And it is fucking amazing. And that's why I can't believe it because it's just been so long. Oh. So how was your weekend? So my my weekend was great. I'm gonna so you had two stories. I will attempt to put my entire the literally the past seven days in a quick update because I've had a date every single day from Sunday what? from 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 last Sunday till Saturday. Are you tired? That sounds exhausting. Well, the dates were again because like I just take them as they come. And then I had prior engagements that have been set for a long time. And I had a, an amazing wedding that I did, uh, that I attended uh, this weekend as well. So all of it just melded together. But let's start with uh, day one, Sunday. 
Um, I matched with this. Uh, she she on hand. She was just an artist, but when we she she had suggested this amazing speakeasy in Crown Heights. Uh, that I, I'm blanking on the the name of the place now. That's okay. It's, you can take me there. It's the the drinks were great and reasonably priced. Priced. They're like eighteen bucks a cocktail, not twenty five. They have a backyard and they have really really nice. Like if you're listening it in Texas, isn't that price range ridiculous? Eighteen dollars, eighteen bucks. But it's not twenty. It's not twenty five. So for twenty bucks, you can have tip, which is okay for me because twenty five. I need to do like another. T- Two like two dollars or three dollars. That's thirty five dollars. Right? Yeah. So um, yeah, it was great. She was way more cute in person. Um, she was. She felt very artistic. She was very nice. She was very amiable, and I really liked her aura and her feel. She's a director of plays, so she was actually. Um, uh, she had one play that she was uh, starting rehearsals or she was doing auditions for her play that week. And she was performing in like a street performance in, in Dumbo on that Friday that I wasn't able to come because I already had prior, prior dates arranged. So uh, that was uh, a thing. Um, so that's a date one. And that went well, clearly, if you were talking about seeing it, her on Friday. In, and she invited me, she invited me later that week to watch on Friday, but she did not, um, give me the invite uh, ahead because if she gave me the give by ahead, I would have pushed my Saturday date a little later because her performance literally under the archway, it was at six 30 and it would be done at seven 30. So the theme of the next seven dates is all amazing activities with mostly amazing people, but I don't have a callback with none of these. Okay. I'm, I'm very let, let me, so, so date one. So this one, uh, we're still texting. She's in the middle of rehearsals and doing a lot of stuff. So she said that maybe next week. So that will be two full weeks after the first date for a second, if ever, if ever. So I'm not counting on that. Let's move on date two, Monday. Uh, the the young yoga teacher actress model that I showed you the picture of that is super stunning. Uh, so it was her birthday. So I took her to Smalls, the jazz club. Right? I've never been there. It's again, it's my favorite jazz club in New York. It is the best. Tickets are p- pretty hard to come by, but yeah, but I have peoples. So I was able to take her there. We had a great time. She had a great time. We were cute and all. But on uh on the way back, I was getting I mean, I'm I'm a little uh I am again, I'm not playing around no more. Like um, I know that taking time and seeing how things go is most people's modes i don't want that i want somebody that will be deliberately building something with me so so i was just like i did text her like hey like i I, you're one of the the most beautiful people that me and my friends have seen and i think we get along i really would like to take you out because like whenever we go out on dates it's kind of like date with a smile it was like i really like i really want to see you regularly this is the one at smalls this is the one at small. So like on the way back, because I had to drive. So you, how many dates have you been with on with her before? That was the third, because the first date was well, well, maybe third and a half. The first date was like, you know, we were out from like 9 p.m. till four in the morning. And then we did a shoot uh near her place in the Upper West Side. So we hung out after there. And this is uh um small uh, third day because she said that she wanted jazz for her birthday. So I got took her to jazz for her birthday. So 
on the way back, I was telling her this, and she said, like, oh, I really, really enjoy uh, Stagger the Gear. Super cool. I really want us to hang out some more, but can we just hang out more as friends? Because, um, one, she's like, she doesn't want to date photographers and yada, yada, yada. I was like, oh. And then I figured, like, oh, well, I appreciate the sentiment. And I kind of felt it that way because, you know, she was just, like, it, it was more of, like, cute and she's super young that she just really wants to play around and be taken out. Sure. Uh, so, and I, again, I'm I'm not for that anymore. So I've just figured like, oh. Uh, also, well, like, if you just want to be friends with someone, you can't expect them to pay for you. Yeah. But also, I don't want to, I'm not going to schedule, I'm not going to bring her to my cool stuff. I do too many cool things. Yeah. Right. So, but that was fine. And I was expected. And at the end, I was like talking to my friends after they, I wanted some updates. And I said, I really enjoy the stuff, the, the things that we, we went to a comedy show. We had a really good time, right? We went to Lucky 13s, right? And then we had a really good time. Uh, she was like doing yoga poses in the middle of the street. Super fun. Uh, and then we, we had a really cool shoot. And I have a behind the scenes video about that shoot too. And then we had small. So like, that was a good four hangouts for us. Sure. And then I'm totally fine. And I didn't really expect her to yeah I, anyway. i'm surprised you even saw her again after that night i because she did say that her last boyfriend was 34 okay. and she she enjoyed that because um they would chill more than go out right because she's a yoga teacher she bounces around she does she can't really plan much so sure. i was like all right so okay so that i thought that it would bode well for me but apparently like you know what it really is like she's young she wants to be taken out you know that's fine i enjoyed i had a great time for myself i went to cool places but you know i literally even unfollowed her on instagram because i don't want to see her her posts anymore next day tuesday right day three um this is weird because um i have a friend a longtime friend we've known each other maybe three four years uh, she's a musician uh, we've always kind of been cute with each other but we're just like really really good friends but i figured you know what I ain't got nothing to lose. So I said, okay, I got two tickets to uh, the Punder Dome, to a pun competition. And she was like, she loves going to, and I knew uh, because one drunken night when I brought her home, we did the joke where we're like, oh, it's like, I, you know, I was 38, she was 37. It's like, hey, if we're 40 and unmarried, the, the joke, like, let's let's you and I get married. So it's like, 100%. Well, I'll get married with you right now. Um so we were having that joke. So I figured like, and during conversation, she loves going out to live performances except for music. So this will be really up her alley. So when I told her, do you want to go to a pun competition with me? She's like, I have a gig. I'm going to cancel on my gig and go with you. We had a great, <laughs> we had a great time. Took her to Ethiopian. Um, and then we had our little chat. Because again, I'm a little bit forward now. I don't want wasting time. And there's no such thing as like, you know, if they're not ready right now, it doesn't mean that, Two years from now, a couple of months from now, I can't text them again, say like, hey, hang out and feel it out, right? So um, you just have to ask respectfully. And I did say like, hey, it's like, I know we've been joking around, but you know, I really do think that we could get along with each other if we started going out with each other. And she's like, that's a good sentiment. She's moving away from New York. Uh. So that's another thing that she wanted to tell me at the wedding because she was going to be in the same table as I am at the wedding that Saturday too. So we just talked about it. But in the end, it wasn't closed. I realized because like she's a traveling musician. She'd probably be in New York and a lot. And she would probably need a place to stay. It's like, hey, now you know at least like one person will be able to take care of you. And let's let's see from there. So super fun night. 
Ethiopian food, fucking gorgeous gal, watched a pun competition. And it's not even just like the regular pun competition. It's the battle. Oh, I know. It's the one I wanted to go to. And you took this person that's moving away. But I told you, you I was going to be. A, I know, but you didn't day. fuck her. So like, I don't understand. Okay. So next. Next day. This is the person that I slid in her DMs on Facebook. Okay. Right? Totally random, super cute and Facebook. Respectfully, though. Respectfully. I did the permission to slide in your DMs as an opening line. She said, yes. And then I gave her a line and she said, sure. So uh, uh, this girl is a pharma rep, right? Super fun. She is a burner. Uh, she knows some. She hangs out in yet a House of Yes a lot, dances there and stuff like that. Uh, so I didn't know that because her her profile didn't have a lot on Facebook, but I just thought she was cute and she dances. So there you go. Uh, I took her to the Comedy Cellar. I've been going to the Comedy Cellar regularly ever since I got to New York. So that's almost a decade. In the decade of me watching the Comedy Cellar, I've only seen, I've only had one drop in, which was uh, Sarah Silverman, right? This night, I had three drop-ins. Who? I had Colin Quinn. Fuck your dates. I want to know who dropped into the comedy cellar. Colin Quinn, formerly SNL weekend update guy, right? He was okay trying new stuff. Two was my favorite. It's fucking Hassan Minaj. Right. He was stellar, stunning. He he tried a few jokes, didn't land as well. So he went, he reverted back to known material. And number three, Michael Che. Michael J wow. rushed it. He was so it was truly new material. It was so raw and so raunchy. Everybody was laughing and groaning at the same time. So that was an experience. I was with this person. She became a little bit more comfortable because we were we were sitting on a table for six, right? And we were sitting together. And the, as the night grew along, she leaned more and more and more towards me. And then at towards the end of the day, I was able to kind of like wrap my arms around her. It was cute. Funny thing about this is the people around us. Um, she was saying like, oh, is, that your, is this your first date, second date? I can wingman you. I was like, no, no. I was like, well, we're fine, yada, yada, yada. They mentioned that they, they were from Boston. The other people in our table were from Boston. Long story short, we went to a speakeasy after as a, as a table because I'm Which dope. Which speakeasy? A, uh, a 142 Sullivan in West Village. Okay. Right? So it's like we went there. We because like my life is dope and I do dope things. And then right after we had great drinks, uh, we're having so much fun. We're cute. Uh, we're making out a little bit. It was fun. And then everybody was like, oh, we don't want the night to end. It's only midnight and oh, it's only 1130. And I, and I literally joked around. Um, Slip room has shows at midnight. And then we went to the supper room and nice. it was great. It was fun. Uh, that sounds friend, like a fucking awesome night. That's I my do, kind of night. I do dope stuff. And, and uh, Audrey was there. She was very nice to us. Um, uh, the, the late show had Mr. Gorgeous had, uh, you know, really, really solid acts. We had a really, really good time. Um, and then of course the people that we were with stayed in the city. I was going to Brooklyn. I made a joke. We could go to Lucky 13s if you want. She went to Lucky 13s with me and we were out till 4.30 in the morning again. We had wow. such a great time. And then she went home and thinking like, all right, I think I have a shot, but I will not, I will not, I have my, my fortify my mind kind of motto. Texted her the next day. She was super hungover. She had a great time. She'd hang out again. 
We've been texting ever since, but still haven't scheduled a second date. Did you ask for a second date? I asked for a second date. I told her weekend. She said she was going to be home in Long Island that weekend. So I was like, no problem. I'll text you Monday. Check your schedule for Monday and see where we can. uh, So meaning this week or what we can can schedule. Texted her yesterday, Monday. No reply. And it's already Tuesday. All right. Mm. So that's totally fine. It was super cute. I wouldn't be able to keep up with this type of partying anyway. Text her one more time. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll give her a couple. Well, maybe I'll text again tomorrow for uh, a weekend thing. Right. Um, Thursday uh, was weird. Uh, this was this was a referral by a referral. All right. So we've talked about my referrals before. Um, I reached out to my referral because I actually haven't had sex in two weeks. So I reach out for a referral, seeing when when she'd be in town or she, would she, uh, or, or when she'd be available. And she mentioned like she won't be in town for a while; she'll be traveling to the west. But she always wanted to introduce me to one of her friends that is kind of like a swinger and kind of like a a, a person that handles uh, play parties out in Staten Island. Right? Okay. So I was like, I'm not fucking going to Staten Island for an interview. Um, but she was willing to to go to uh, Bushwick, so because like she was going to be in Bushwick, and it's like, all right, I'll pop out for a drink in Bushwick. And I met this, you know, super hot, super voluptuous girl that was like super kinky and everything like that. Our conversation was like, hey, I've heard a lot about you, and you seem very respectful. Why aren't you in the field community and the kinkster community? It's like, oh, I'll, I'll look into it. Yada yada yada. Talked about the kinks. Talked about how like golden showers. She liked the golden showers spitting uh impact play yada, yada. we like a lot of stuff um she had a really really good time but she has five kids right whoa she's only 28 whoa right and she lives in Staten Island no right no so I again this is literally just for no. banks so but she clearly you better wear a fucking condom oh, with that one she has five kids 100 percent um so we were so we were talking about that, but that's the thing too. Because she lives in Staten Island, again, this is the week after I'm telling I'm doing a review for the next week. We still haven't aligned schedules when because she goes to the city quite a lot, like doctor's appointments, uh, appointments when she was when she will be doing her play parties and yada yada yada. But it's always in the afternoon, and she needs to be on her way back to Staten Island around seven or eight. I finish work at six. Sure. So it's hard. So I need to find a day where I can take the afternoon off and work I have at night. Some afternoon delight. A little bit. But the good thing about that that's you know, you know, she's very she's nice. Um she's a little loud, like the voices carries like we were talking about. More than mine. Spit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which is surprising. <laughs> like, we're talking about pee and 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 uh like you know, so I was like so she likes all of those things. Uh, and then, so what are your rules? So it's like, oh, my rule is just no, no blood, no poop. So that's that's the general rule. It's like, oh, you know. And she was like, oh, I did poop once. Yeah, not gonna do that again. It's like, and it was loud. It carried across the bar, but it's a cute bar. Uh, I'll go what, there again. What does she mean? She did it. She I did not. Someone? I did not. I ask. Oh I said, man, nope. I want to know the details. I said nope. I'll pass. Oh my on god. The okay. So wait a minute. So this is a woman, Janelle, who after you have your afternoon delight, you should see if she will come on the podcast and be interviewed about fucking you. And also, I want to yeah. ask her more about the, the shit. Okay. 
all right. I mean, we'll, I'll need to get to that. Yeah. Past the yeah, yeah, I know. But new assignment. Right. So, okay, that's Thursday. Friday. And this is the one that hurts the most. Friday, I matched with this human rights attorney on Hinge. She's Australian. She's blonde. She's cute. She's active. Right? She is uh, I, on her profile. She was great. And when I met her at my neighborhood bar, she was 10 times cuter, way, way nicer. She was super active, super engaged. She just got divorced last January to her wife from her wife. Um, so now so she likes long hair. Yeah, she, maybe she has an Asian fetish. Uh, no kidding. Uh, her ex-wife was and I can't say. Uh, but she and I promised that, you know, I even like to my friends not to tell her uh, to tell. But her wife is a like a fairly famous comedian. OK. Right. So um, so that's her you know, thing. We talked about that a lot. Um, and she travels a lot for work. And, and uh, the reason that we kind of got even more connected with each other, because, again, I'm trying to lock these things down. I said, like, oh. I think uh, I understand your schedule that she'll work two weeks in the UN, one week in Somalia, two weeks back here, one week in kind of Thailand. She goes to the Philippines twice a year, right? Because that's where a lot of activists are. So she has a very busy schedule. And I figure it's like, hey, if there's somebody that understands the busy schedule and how to maximize uh, somebody's uh, day, you know, work life, or at least like schedule, I can do it. And they should like, prove it to me. It's like, all right, you told me. So it was a Friday we're talking about. And the next Friday she was leaving for some, uh, for Mongolia. She has a hike on a, on the Saturday and she has a beach to relax on Sunday. And I told her, it's like, I would go out with me on a Tuesday. Right. Because, you know, you want another day full of work Wednesday and then you need Thursday to pack and get ready and leave on a Friday. It's like, Huh. you are right i think that's right and then we had a great time um i drove her back she drove her bike but i convinced her to drink a bunch so that i can drive her back home um when i drove her back home and i i was uh i was double parked on a free parking slot in bed style which was kind of rare uh when i parked her somebody was already waiting for me to leave the slot so they were just like double parked on my double park uh so i was like we we had a fairly solid makeout session. It was super nice. She was one of the better kissers that I've kissed in a while. Um, but sucked because like I had to rush because somebody was waiting and like her their lights, their their headlights was shining on us. And then when we were there, it's like um, and then uh, after I kissed, I said like I'll see you on Tuesday, yada yada. And then went to the guy and I, and I waved and said sorry. It took a while. It's like oh bro, I'm so sorry. If you should have waved us off. <laughs> like if you if you if you needed a little bit more time, it's like you know what, too late. She's in, so that was fine. But to just like went on ahead, uh, she texted me Sunday after the beach day, saying that hey, like Saturday she got home at eleven with friends. Sunday she got home at eleven at friends. Um, she's just there's too many things for her to arrange with work right now that dating might not be a great thing. And she emphasized like she emphasized like you are a great person. I would really want to see you again if i've ever get my my schedule um on track so that sucks that's the only one that kind of hurt a little bit because i loved her job she was very passionate about helping people she was smart she was successful she was independent and that's kind of like what i want in a person um but that was fun and then lastly 
Saturday, not kind of a date, but like I mentioned, the person that I went out with on on Tuesday was going to be in the same table as I was going to be on Saturday. Um, we were together from ceremony to reception. We had a great time. It was such a fun queer wedding at the really cool place in downtown Brooklyn called Roulette. It's kind of like a, a coliseum type wedding. Um, the person that got married was my harpist musician. So she's one of the best musicians in the world. So she, all of her musician friends showed up. So the band was great. Everybody did a feature and everybody's song. So everybody was Aww, super entertained. I love that. Food, food was, uh, food was quality, very good, but because quality is very good, not as much. Um, so that was great. Drinks were free flowing, but the lines were fairly long because, you know, uh, they, they wanted to do like drag queen bartenders and it kind of was obvious that not not all of them were like professional bartenders because it was taking uh, the lines were all long for all the three bars that were there and sure. it's not a lot of people but that was super fun but that's when the day where the wedding ended at like 10 30 i was gonna hang out with our old friends um at uh midnight 12 30 so i went out hung out with mabel for a little bit took a little snooze uh and then left Went to uh, the East Village, had a party there, uh, met people there, had a great time meeting people there, brought people back to to um, to Lucky 13s. We had fun time at Lucky 13s. We was four in the morning. Everybody was hungry. Went to a diner, ate some pancakes. I ate some steak at four in the morning. Wow. Then, wow you had a fun-filled week. Yeah. And then, um, uh, yeah. And then the morning after was was D and D, um, so in a nutshell, I really I'm like looking at my calendar right now, and while looking at it, I'm actually happy. My heart is full that I was able to experience a lot of fun, and I felt that I've made other people's lives like give them a memorable night. The people that uh, uh, the people that you didn't I met, feel used, you had a good time. I had a good time. Out. It, it, and it just didn't work out. I'm a little bit bummed. I'm in a slump. I am I am not, you know, I'm not as confident with the with the with the relationship y stuff as I was the past couple of months. So uh I'm trying to concentrate on the fact that this is such a full life that I led. Um I'm suffering right now because I'm quite exhausted, uh, particularly with work, but uh, that, that was I'm, I had a wedding. I had East Village, Lucky Thirteens a few times, diners, late night, and you had a lot of dates. So even though they didn't land, like you had dates, you had fun, and you're still doing it. You're just not getting what you want right now. Yeah, I'm just like, but I think you're also eliminating people that aren't going to take you seriously, and I think that's you're, that you're onto something with that. Yeah, so I think but that's good. The, the so the, I, what I want to end with is something that I'm trying to meditate because I'm not again. I want to. I don't think that uh, I have. I'm. I don't think that I'm the best person out there. I, you know, obviously, I'm not not the cutest, but I know I'm dope. But I also know that there's a lot of people that are dope. So I'm. I don't have like a false sense of, of of confidence in my head. I know my worth. I'm just like right now a little bit uh, mystified that you know the few people that I wanted callbacks from, I haven't I haven't got called back, right? So I mean I wish that the person that I slid in her DMs um, the last time like would 
hang out with me again. I thought we had fun. Um, I wish the human rights attorney would would have considered, you know, still going out with me despite her busy schedule. Even the person, the agency person that you met, like, you know, she had to disengage because she was just busy. So like, that's where I'm looking like every, like I'm busy, um, but yeah. I can make time. So I'm just seeing that maybe I'm not. I think, but I think maybe they're not serious about it. Yeah, it's not we, a you thing. I mean, that's kind of what happened with Google. And he just wasn't serious about wanting a relationship. Yeah, it's not serious about wanting a relationship. And that's fine. And then, like, we're all at a certain level not particularly that serious. But what I'm trying to decipher is um, I wish I were worth changing your mind about the seriousness of dating. Like, I wish I, you know, I thought yeah. I provided such an amazing night that they would say, like, you know what? I think I'll give this a shot. A couple, at least a couple of them. Yeah, and or at least one. I, I think when you like someone, at least going out one more time. Yeah, if you are considering it, that is weird that you didn't have that reaction because even if they weren't immediately attracted to you or whatever, if they had a really fun time, like I go out with people. If I'm like, I didn't hate them. They didn't seem like a psycho. Like, let me go out with them one more time and see how I feel. So it is surprising, mm -hmm. but I think you just found people that really are not serious about looking for someone. Yeah. And uh, I have like, what? And two? so they're really sparing you. They're leaving you open for something better. Yeah. So I'm going to throttle back. I'm going to just have two dates this week and one date next week um, and just drinks. And that's a good thing. I'm not like before where I'm like spending my, this it's weird because like my neighborhood bar is becoming like they all want to go to my neighborhood bar, so it makes it easy for me. And and I'm I'm trying not to drink as much anymore. I'm just gonna do like one drink and then you know seltzer after. So um, I think I've I've gotten it down. I'm just like I'm 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 in, I'm in a slump. It's been it's been multiple months now of not having somebody at least regular. Right. Yeah. Right. But you still have your poly friend. I and and we have. Uh, she's going to be half with me. All right. At least the Thursday, the one in 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 Bell House. Um, and she's going to what? Oh, B. I'm sorry. NYBF. Sorry. The Belfast oh, okay. and and Bell House because it's near here, so we'd go there and we we should spend the night. So yes, but again, her schedule is packed too. Uh, so I can't. You know, sometimes at night when I get horny, I, I don't have people. I mean, my my referrals, like my fubus, I haven't been engaging or hasn't been around. But you had that amazing tryst last weekend. You're not still good from that. Um. Yeah, I need to think about that a little bit more. Because like I, I she hasn't even texted me. You're right. She hasn't even texted me the past couple of days. Um. So we'll work on it. But yeah, I mean. It's um, it's uh, it's gonna be fine. Um, it's of only it's slight a bit. Yeah, it's only slight a slight bit sad. But I'm also at the point where I'm gonna be having so many weddings in the next couple of well, not so many, but I have a couple of weddings coming up that requires trips. I during the summer I was hopeful that I might bring a plus one. So yes, to this morning was when I got the email evite from my cousin for the January wedding. I had to just like you know what, you know, no plus one, just me. 
right? So it's not going to be, I'm not going to push for that anymore. I mean, it would have been nice to bring somebody to Sedona because uh, the wedding's going to be in Arizona. Um, but hey, I tried. Summer was uh, uh, exhausting, was positive, but you know, no bites. Hopefully, uh, cuffing season is is soon. Yes, it is upon us. It is upon us. So let's see what the season comes. And uh, but yeah, it might be different this year because this year I just don't want to fuck. I just want I, I want an actual girlfriend. So we shall yeah. see. That's it on me. All right. Well, that was a busy week for you and me. So hopefully uh, something better will come along next week for you. I believe that it will. And uh, I'll see what the fuck happens with my, my situation. Let's go. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Well, when he's back, he's um, back in a week, right? Thank you Bye. for listening. And yeah, we'll be back with uh, new stuff soon. Bye. Bye.